All right, and we're back with another episode and the new From the Stand setup. Looking good. Better than Joe Rogan's setup. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but it's the best setup on uh, any sports podcast. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, Dude, our mics are even with us. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a while to hang up those pictures, so I hope you guys freaking like it. It took us way too long to fill it up. Way too long to fill it up. And it and took to us, build this table. took us even longer to build the table. The table was, this was a labor of love, guys. And as you can tell, I'm not a carpenter, so don't clown on the fucking table. <laughs> but it was another exciting week in sports. A really exciting week in the pick'em. Joe picked up four points this week. I dominated. It was That's not exciting. Happened. It was a dominant, dominant showing for Joe this week. It was so, like... MJ, 96, 97, 98 type domination. All right, I wouldn't go that far, but Joe picked up four points this week. He got two points for the SEC tournament after Damn picking right. Alabama. They obviously won, so we got a point for them being Roll tide. going deepest in the tournament, and then they won, so we got an extra Deep point. Deep as hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he got another point for the Warriors, Bucks, as well. So did I. We both got a point for that one. Lance, unfortunately, took the Bucks. They have the script on the Bucks. Nobody got a point for the Suns Kings. Nobody anticipated KD being out. Yeah, that was a bad one. Well, we should have we should have anticipated KD being out. He just got back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the whole point. He doesn't play for very long. I got the point for the Players Championship. Um, unfortunately, Colin Morikawa still finished outside the top ten. But it did finish inside the top 20, and it was much better than the other two idiots sitting beside me. Um, it's not my fault Zelator sucked dick, bro. Well, it is your fault you picked him. <laughs> <laughs> and last game on the slate this week was the Oilers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Me and Joe got a nice little dub there. Told you guys the climate change thing. It worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> but that was, that was pretty much it for the pick this week. Lance is going to pull up the games for me real quick. We got some exciting matchups. March Madness, baby. It, it is, is here. Showtime. And, and it's time for me to pick up at least one point this week. You need it bad. So Joe's in the lead now with 24 points. Damn right. I'm close second with 21. Not too close. Lance is all the way in last. Still at 18. <laughs> it's still it, at 18. Let me remind you guys, he didn't pick up a single point last week. It doesn't feel good right now, but we've got, what, this week and then four more? Yeah. I thought we had three more. Uh, I think we have this weekend three more after this, so Lance needs to really uh, kick it into high gear. Yep. Sounds like he's going to be uh, – well, I won't spoil it for you guys yet, but I've got a good idea for him. for uh, Dog crate? No, 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 no. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. not going to do something completely demeaning to my man, but, you know, it'll be interesting for sure. Um, all right, first game on the slate, Lance, what do you got for us? We've got the hometown Kennesaw State Owls against the Xavier Musketeers. A game we will be at to watch this Friday, so it'll be exciting to see one of our pick'em games in person. Two of them. Two okay, of them. We'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to the next one later. All right, I'll start us off this week with the pick. This is not going to be a popular pick, but because we're watching them, because it's the hometown team, I think everybody sitting here will agree with me. Got to go with the Owls. Got to go Kennesaw State. It's a good pick. Am I going next? Yeah, you got it. All right, it is my university. Is It's the school I go to right now. Um, it's a tough matchup. Xavier's a pretty solid team. I'm going to take Xavier. <laughs> bro needs the point real I'm gonna bad. I'm going to take Xavier. <laughs> bro, team, bro needs the point that bad. I will be rooting for my Owls, but in the chance they don't upset, I will be taking Xavier just in case I can pick up a point. 
You're really going to let us run up another point on you, man. Yeah, I'm taking is. KSU. <laughs> yeah. Hootie who? Hootie who? Let's go. All right, second game, we got Kentucky versus Providence. Another game we will also be in attendance for. That's going to be a much closer matchup, in my opinion. I took KSU just because they're the hometown team, but I think Xavier might overpower. But nah. we're rocking with the upset. KSU's got it in a bag. Kentucky-Providence is going to be a lot more interesting. Kentucky having somewhat of a down year as far as Kentucky basketball programs go. Normally, they're, yeah. normally um, they're SEC tournament winners pretty 20, much every year. 21-11 and 11 is not the Kentucky standard. No, not at all. But they're still in the tournament. A decent seed. They were the eight seed? Six seed. Six seed. So, still a decent seed. They don't have the hardest road to, like, the Elite Eight or the Final Four. Harder than usual, though. Harder than it normally is for them, though. Um, I'm still going to have to rock with Kentucky. Coach Calipari's just got too much experience in the tournament and – I just think at least he at least has enough experience to will his players to a round of 64 win. Yeah, I don't love Providence. Kentucky still on a down year. They've still got one of the best big men in the in the in the country and Oscar, a solid offense. Oscar Sheebway. I think they're just gonna. I think it's just a case of uh, too much for one team. Too and much experience. Yeah, I'm taking Kentucky. Looks like this is gonna be a sweep. I'm not taking the upset again. Kentucky. I think they have an edge in like. Players' talent level, and of course, they have the edge with Coach K coaching. Obviously, <laughs> Coach K. <laughs> We've got to update Joe on uh, all of his college basketball knowledge because everyone knows the real Coach K is Mike Shashevsky. Coach Kentucky. Coach Ken. Well, you know, fair enough. Fair enough. I'll give you the nod there. All right, third game on the slate. We got the Nuggets and the Knicks, and this is going to be a really good NBA game this week, especially coming up towards the end of the season. Everybody making. Late pushes, maybe jumping up a few spots in the standings. I this is an interesting one. Julius Randle is playing really good ball. Jalen Brunson is playing out of his damn mind. On the other side of the court, though, you've got what looks to be the first three time or the first three, three consecutive. consecutive MVP winner since Larry, Larry Bird. And Nikola Jokic, I don't, bullshit, by the way. I don't know that I truly agree with it. We looked at the numbers today, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But he is playing at an MVP level, whether or not he is the MVP or not. Until he gets to the playoffs, then it won't, it won't be that way. Well, unfortunately, it is the regular season, and Nuggets are first in the West. They held it against Jordan. They held it against LeBron. They held it against Giannis. And they're not going to hold it against Jokic for whatever reason. They're going to give it to him. So uh, we... I'm going to take the interesting pick, though, and I'm going to rock with the Knicks. Knicks are playing good ball. So are the Nuggets. I'm going to rock with the future three-peat MVP. I'm going to take the Nuggets in this one. Okay. Joe? I don't want to agree with Zach on everything, but I'm not, I don't want to take the Nuggets on this one. The Nuggets are not hungry. They're the one seed. They're pretty much locked up because, I mean, I don't see the Grizzlies catching them, especially without John Morant. Especially not four and a half games back. Yeah. And the Knicks hungry to move up in the East. Brunson, Josh Hart. Randall. Randall, yeah. I feel like I got to go with the Knicks. They're going to take the dub. Rocking with the Knicks. I like it. I guess we'll see. Fourth game on the slate, we got Penguins and Rangers. Shit. I'm doing pretty well in my hockey pick so far for not knowing really shit about hockey. I know two things about these two teams. The Penguins have Sidney Crosby. Yep. The Rangers have Patrick Kane. The Rangers have not been all that great since acquiring – Patrick Kane, a couple bad games for him, but 
that are still one of the best teams in hockey, better record than the Penguins, I'm going to have to rock with the Rangers. I'm going Rangers, Patrick Kane. Good pick. I just had to double-check my ESPN because the Rangers are playing right now. They are winning. They are winning. And if they win this one, um, I don't think they win two in a row. So it looks like they're going to win. So I'm going to switch over, and I'm going to take the Penguins. Okay. Let's go. Joe's taking the hometown team, Pittsburgh. Damn right I am. I can't bet against <laughs> You're going to bet against Sidney Crosby for some bum who just got to the team, man? I wouldn't call Patrick Kane a bum. Bum. All right. I don't All even right. watch hockey, and I know he's a bum. All right, I'll pick up that point this week. Okay. Pre- I appreciate you guys. I think we got it, Joe. I think we're going to be okay. I appreciate yeah, you guys. You're going to fall back. You're going to be at 21. <laughs> I'm going to be at like 20, 20, 28. As long as Lance stays at 18, I don't give a shit. Second place is better than last place. All right, last game of the week. We've got one more March Madness game. I mean, it is madness, so we might as well. Enjoy some of it while we can. We're taking Texas A&M against Penn State. And that's going to be a really good matchup. Oh, yeah. A seven seed against a ten seed. Texas A&M at seven. Penn State at ten. Penn State ended the season on a good run to make it to madness. Had to have a few things fall their way to even get in the tournament. Um, I don't know too much about either team. I do know that the SEC was very good this year for – what it normally is in men's basketball. It was a much tougher division than normal. I don't know too much about Penn State. And the 7 and 10 seed games are normally pretty interesting. Uh, I don't really see too much of a pattern between those two. So I'm going to rock with – give me the SEC school. I'm going to go in Texas A&M. Give me the Big Ten school. Penn State's playing with uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? They're playing with fire right now. Um, they had a good run through the tournament. They should have won the championship against uh, Purdue, but they sold the bag. Um, I think they're playing with a lot of momentum, and I think that they're going to take this into the first weekend, and they're going to beat the Aggies. Give me the Nittany Lions. The Nittany Lions. Well, I rocked with the home team for the Penguins. I'm not doing that with college because anytime I root for Penn State in any capacity, I always get butt fucked, <laughs> just like their football players. <laughs> So I'm gonna. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so I'm taking Texas A&M. I'm pretty sure in the SEC tournament they lost to Alabama, right? Yes. Yes, they lost to the best team in the country. So that was a good. That that, I mean, that was a very interesting way of saying that you're going for Texas A&M, Joe. I'm, you know, glad you included all that stuff in there. Yeah. Joe's, Joe's had a strong analogy game in the past couple weeks. Very, very strong. March Madness is going to be crazy, though. I'm super excited. I don't. Everybody's got Houston as the like clear-cut favorite right now. I think Houston is a bunch of frauds. I wouldn't say frauds like I would call Purdue frauds because I've watched a little more Purdue basketball. Um, but they didn't look good against Memphis. You know, if they can't score. Not look against, if good against Memphis. If they're cold, they're cold. Um, and and it's the just, defense falls off the deep end if they can't score. It's just one of those teams that's like they haven't played enough competitive talent across the board during the season. So you're not sure if they can compete against the big dogs in the tournament. And I don't think they can, can compete against the big dogs. My Duke Blue Devils are going after it this year. Right. After okay. it. Final four appearance for sure. You just got teams all over the place, don't you? Dude, uh, uh, yeah, man. Duke, Red Sox. Uh, Mar- Mariners. Mariners. San Francisco 49ers, Buffalo Bills. said I was a Mariners fan? (laughs) You have a jersey. That was his jersey. That's my jersey. Uh, And it's Griffey, one of the best center fielders of all time. 
mid. Oh, God. <laughs> His dad was better. Dude. <laughs> Dude. That's a terrible take. That's a terrible take. Terrible yeah. take for a terrible Anyways, sport. yes, I have bad. a lot of teams. I have teams all over the country, okay? And none of them, other than the Braves, who I've been a fan of since I knew how to watch and pay attention to basketball, have won anything in fucking forever. What did he just say? Basketball. Yes, I meant, <laughs> I meant baseball, damn it. You're not talking about the Buffalo Braves. No, I'm not. But <laughs> anyways, none of these teams that I root for have really won anything in years. So why do you bandwagon all of them? <laughs> I'm not. That's what I'm saying. How can you be a bandwagon of people who don't win? Well, because, I mean, Nor- Niners and Bills, they win games. They just don't win when it matters. Exactly. So that you, uh, why would I bandwagon a fucking first-round exit in the playoffs every year? I don't and know. Why did you? I, I have it. <laughs> I like Josh Allen, so I root for the Bills. Ugh. I rocked with the 49ers this year because they were underdogs in every game because of Brock Purdy. So it's an, like – Will I be a huge 49ers fan next year? No. Was I a huge 49ers fan this year? No. I just kept picking them in our games. I like seeing it. I like seeing the underdog win. Remember that movie Underdog? That was pretty good. Movie Underdog. Underdog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it a plane? Is it a, is it a bird? No, it's a damn dog. Shut up. <laughs> I think you wore a diaper, too, if I remember. But I'm not familiar with that movie. I don't think he wore – I hope he didn't wear a diaper. Back to sports. Okay, yeah. We're getting a little sidetracked. Move over to the NFL. Free agency is going absolutely stupid it's at the moment. It's been crazy the past 48 hours. And some of the biggest names we haven't even seen move yet. Yeah. Nope. I'm still depressed by my boy, J-Bone Hargrave. I was hoping he would come back to the Berg. That's a big move for the 49ers, though. Yeah. He went for the bag, and he's going for the ring, too. That's probably the most loaded defense in the NFL now. Yeah. Javon Hargraves, Arik Armstead, Fred Warner, Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa. Oh, wait. And Nick. No, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa, yeah, my Who's bad. Who's the linebacker again? Um, it's not Fred Warner. Oh, um, what is his name? Thinking of the Yeah, I know who you're thinking about, but his, I can't think of his name right now. But anyways, you guys get got, the point. Like, a couple good DBs on that defense, too. It's just going to be lights yeah, out. Yeah, and then on the other side, you got Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Brandon Ayuk, if they don't a win solid a, O-line. If they don't win a Super Bowl next year, they need to just – Sam Darnold now, too. Oh, man, who could forget? They just need to get rid of that franchise if they don't win a Super Bowl next year. Well, to be fair, they still don't have a quarterback for next year. Dude, so. my prediction right now, my bold prediction, the Jaguars are going to be in the AFC Championship game next year. That's what I think. Really? I don't disagree. Bengals and, she, uh, Bengals and, and Jags, and then uh, – I don't know about Bengals. I think it's going to be Chiefs. It's probably Chiefs, Chiefs and Jays. Jags. If they don't meet, if they yeah, if, if they okay, don't meet if, before, if they meet the Chiefs before, then maybe not. But if, if they, they have any road to the championship that doesn't involve having to play the Chiefs, I can totally agree with you there. I think T Law takes a big step. You got T Law, then he's adding Calvin Ridley in the mix. And then you got Jalen Ramsey added to that secondary with Christian Kirk. Yeah, Christian Kirk. Travis Etienne will be back. Jalen Ramsey's not going back to the Jags, is he? Yeah, he already signed. Or traded. They traded him. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. I could have Rams traded him. Oh, no, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, he's Miami, not going back Miami, to the, Miami, the Miami, Dolphins Miami. is where he's going. Right. I knew no, he wasn't did, going to the Who did they Jags? sign? Yeah, no, no, no. no but the. Who did the Jags sign? The Jags got a big signing. Not a big signing, but they added somebody to that defense. We were just talking about him. I'm not going to sit here and think on it, so yeah, I'll, well, I'll continue to move on. My Falcons are making some moves. My Falcons are making moves. Safety, Jesse Bates. 
four-year deal. I absolutely love that move. Lance didn't like it, no, obviously. It hurts. It hurts. Um, but that was a huge move for my Falcons. I haven't seen us spend any money in years on actual, like, talent that isn't 37 years old. So seeing that signing made me really happy. We really needed some help in the secondary. Signed Chris, Chris Lindstrom to a long-term deal, an extension. Overpaid for him. Joe thinks we overpaid, but, again, at least we're spending some money, and he's an all-pro guard, and we – need to keep at least the one all pro on our line that we have because our line sucks shit. Don't forget you also got your new franchise quarterback. I'm not mad at the signing. I'm not either. I think Taylor Heineke is a good pickup. He's got pro experience. I think our system fits him a little bit better than Washington's does. He's better than Ritter. He's better than he's he's at least more experienced and more proven than Ritter. We've only seen like two games out of Ritter in the NFL and they weren't bad, but you just don't know what you're going to get out of him. At least Taylor Heineke has experience. I also think that given a new system with a new coach and people who actually want him there versus a coaching staff that makes it abundantly clear in Washington that he really never had a shot, I think he's got an opportunity to thrive. Unless if um, Kamara isn't able to play, if Alvin Kamara is unable to play for the Saints this year, and Michael Thomas is Michael Thomas and plays like two games and then sits out or doesn't yeah. play it all this season. I think my Falcons have a very good shot at winning the division. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far from five and 11 to from five and 12 to six and 11. Yeah. But like three or four of those games were one score games that we kind of blew the lead on, which we're kind of known for, but we blew the lead. We had every opportunity and the Bucks won the division last year with what? Nine wins. No, I think it was eight. I think they were eight and nine. Yeah, because they lost to the Falcons in the last game. Yeah, so 8-9. and nine. I don't think the bar is going to be set much higher this year. And we could have easily been 9-8 and eight if we had a few plays fall our way. I think the Saints will probably be 9-8, and eight, maybe 10-7. and seven. It'll be close, but all I'm saying is that if you already start off the season with Derek Carr and Derek Carr doesn't have your featured back, I think the Falcons are in a much better position to win the division, especially if we can have a good draft. If we can have a good draft and add a D tackle to go beside Grady Jarrett, who would have been Aaron Donald 2.0 if he didn't play for the Falcons, we will have a pretty solid defense with a solid offense with a good coach, and we've got a good chance to run the, ta- run the table in the worst division in football. I think you'll still split with every team. Maybe not the Panthers. but I think 2-0 see- to the Panthers, unless the Bucks are just – Completely horrible. It's a division rival, so we'll split one and one and then probably one and one with the Saints. Yeah. And it'll just kind of come down to Derek Carr's QB play this year. If he plays second half of the season like he does every year in or in Las Vegas, I am not too concerned but with that. But knowing Derek Carr's luck, he's going to go there and he's going to turn out like you said. Uh, Alvin Kamara's not going to play. Michael Thomas is going to play like a game and a half and then be out for the season with an ACL or something crazy. And then my Falcons do have a chance to run the table. I just feel bad for the guy. I think if if he's had bad luck his whole career. And he's not a bad quarterback. His one year he was like MVP talk. Like they were talking about him. I think they were like one of the top seeds in the AFC. And then he, like last game of the season or second to last, he gets hurt. He's done for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, they made the playoffs that year. Yeah. And he didn't even get to play. A one year he's made the playoffs in his career. Yeah. And then he had John Gruden as a coach, which just oh. – He's overrated as hell for no reason. Well, and then all the stuff that came out about all the – Yeah, that too. Yeah. Icing on the cake. Yeah, really. I mean, it's just, it's been a horrible, horrible, just 
situation that Derek Carr's been put in. So I wouldn't be, because my Falcons are still rebuilding, I wouldn't be mad to see Derek Carr take the Saints to the playoffs and maybe make a run. I, I like Derek Carr. I think he's a good guy. He's a stand-up guy. And, you know, I mean, he's a solid quarterback. So it, it does suck he's gone from one bad luck franchise to another because of the Saints. Yeah, yeah the, the Saints, I mean, like the Saints are notorious for playoff losses. Playoff and, losses, all shitty calls. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, James Bradbury returned to the Eagles. That's good for them. Pretty solid pickup for – or pretty solid. I still think that Hargrave – Hargrave leaving is going to be worse than people realize for the Eagles because he kind of cemented that defensive line. Yeah, but you got Jordan Davis stepping in to play alongside Fletcher Cox, and he's gotten a chance to learn from Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave. But Fletcher Cox is old as hell. Yeah, he is. And his play is going to be declining. It is. And, and Jordan Davis is – He's on the uptick. Yeah, so you're going to have like – this yeah, it's going to kind of be like it's going to kind of look. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably not going to be as good of a season as it was last year for them. No, I don't think it will. But I think Jordan Davis is going to like surprise a lot of people with his play this year. They He's also not, have that. They have that one guy from Georgia too, right? Uh, Nicobe Dean. Yeah, I forgot about him. Nicobe Dean's going to be a dog next yeah. year. Nicobe Dean's going to be a dog. I one, forgot about that. He's going to end up being. He's going to be one of the top linebackers next year in the league. I still wish Pittsburgh would have drafted him. Giants. He's, he's going to be an absolute dog. Yeah, the Giants. Got Darren Waller. They're making moves, man. They're ready to win. Yeah. Sign Daniel Jones. I think they'll definitely – they might They might win the division next year. My hot take, <laughs> my hot take, and I'm going to look into the camera for this one because it's a really hot take. Giants win their division. Beat out the Eagles and the Cowboys? What? They what? 100% beat out the Cowboys. I think so too. But The what? Eagles are going to be tough. But I think – I now think that the Giants have a better offense than the Eagles. Mm, I wouldn't say that yet. You've still got Daniel Jones who had one pretty good season. I wouldn't even say, like, really good. Yeah, but that's all it took for them to get to the playoffs was him to have an average season. Yeah, but him being average doesn't necessarily beat out the Eagles next year. And he could just revert back to Danny, regular Danny Dimes. And he could. Throw for, Danny but Jalen Hurts also had one good season. That is true. So we're yeah. we're hinging our, our two bets here on two guys who really haven't proven anything. Yeah, but I'd rather take the guy who's throwing to Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown versus the guy who's throwing to Darius Slayton and Darren Waller. Is Kenny Galladay still there? No. No. Yeah, he sucked ass anyways. I think they pick up another receiver, though. I don't think they're done. I think they're they're re- you can tell they're ready to win. Maybe they get OBJ if the New York Packers don't. The New York Packers. That was hilarious, bro. How are you going to tell me you have no weapons in Green Bay? Yeah. And, and then, then your wish win. list for the Jets for you to go there is to pick up Alan Lazard, a 40-year-old Randall Cobb, <laughs> Mercedes Lewis, who was one of the worst tight ends in football. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. You still got Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 there you go. And then OBJ who hasn't played in since the since okay, OBJ is the most overrated wide receiver. Ever. Literally, the only reason man has any recognition is because one of that catch. catch. One catch made this entire man's career. Every marketing campaign. Yeah, does he even? When's done. the last time he's had a thousand yard season? I don't know. The dude's he hasn't played football in over three hundred sixty five days, and he can't stay healthy either. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of odd to me on Rogers' part, but I just think it's funny that you say you have no weapons, and then like the jo- the Jets already have Chris Olave. They're gonna get Brees Hall back. No, 
The Jets have Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. My Saints bad. Saints have Chris Olave. But okay, Garrett Wilson's a dog. And who else do they have? It's not Corey Davis. It's the other guy. Um, no, no, no. It is Corey Davis. Yeah, but there's another guy on that offense too. It's Garrett Wilson, and then there's yeah. There was another young wide receiver. I can't think of him. What's his freaking name? Because it was Brees. It's he'll have Brees Hall. Uh, they just signed Alan Lazard. Yeah, I know. So that pretty much confirms. Rodgers to the Packers. He'll be on Pat McAfee's show on tomorrow. Uh, so to yesterday when you guys watch this because yeah. we put this probably out. already have oh, announced. It's um, it's Elijah Moore, but he didn't really do anything. Yeah, but I think he he's got some good upside too. I mean, you yeah. can't do much when you got Mike White and Zach Wilson throwing you the ball. Hey, Mike White, Mike White was a dog before he got hurt. He gave he gave Buffalo hell. I think he did get Buffalo. I hell. think if Mike White didn't get hurt, the Jets were making the playoffs. Yeah, I yeah, think so for too. sure. Yeah, absolutely. But again, I, I think Aaron Rodgers is the that step was a up good move by the Dolphins picking him up though, because when Tua goes down, which let's be honest, he probably will at some point in the season. Yeah, Mike White's going to come in there and probably he'll probably lead him to the playoffs. I think he could. He's got a solid. Ch- I mean, you got Tyreek Hill, you got Jalen Waddle. He re-signed Raheem Mostert. Jalen Ramsey now. Jalen Ramsey on the other side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, they've still they've still got Gasicki for now, but I think he's about to go somewhere else and get paid. He's probably. Pretty, he's pretty mid though. I mean, he was he's top. He's a top ten tight end in the league. Yeah, but somebody like the Bengals, you know, he's better than Hayden Hurst. Yeah, but um, I had more hope for him coming out of Penn State. I thought he was going to be like a dog. I thought he was going to be like Kittle, that kind yes, of top yeah. three. Yeah, that's fair. He definitely hasn't lived up to the hype, but he also isn't. <laughs> A he's bust massive either. too. Like, how tall is he? Like six nine? I don't no, think, I don't he's think that that's tall. Sure? I think he's like six six, and he can gritty like a demon too. I don't know about that. Best and biggest tight end coming out of the draft this year is Darnell Washington. I think if the I think if the Bengals don't sign up tight end in free agency, they're going to draft him. Dude is six eight or six nine. Damn, two hundred and forty pounds, two hundred fifty pounds. What school? Georgia. Georgia. What happened to Brock? He's still there. He's still there. Darnell was a year older than Brock. Darnell had to sit out almost an entire season because he was hurt. Oh, okay. And then Brock came on the show and was like, hey, this is uh, my show now. Watch this shit. I'm going to become the best tight end in college football. He's going to be a dog in the NFL, too. He's going to be an abs- He's going to be another Kittle-type player, yeah. somebody who's willing to get in, get down and get dirty and block and yeah. – and I like play him. well on the run game and be able to run routes like nobody's ever seen a tight end run. Yeah, and like him and Kittle, they're not the most athletic, but they get it done. They get it done. They get it done. It's going to be an exciting season in the NFL, I think. Still a lot of moves to be made. Lamar hasn't signed anywhere yet. I couldn't believe the foul. I mean, I, I can believe it. They wouldn't want him just because of the circumstances. But to come out that quick like for the Falcons and say that we don't, we're not interested, that seemed kind of weird to me. I think it's just kind of letting the fans know that they're not going to make another terrible deal like they did with the Matt Ryan signing they or almost the did Julio with the Jones. Ones. Yeah, or they the almost, Deshaun signing. They almost did that, bro. I, me personally, I like the way we're spending our money right now. Yeah. I would rather see us go pick up a safety, which we desperately need in Jesse Bates, sign our all-pro guard to an extension, yeah. pick up uh, David Onyemata. He's a veteran Defensive end, defensive tackle Okay. that we signed. I like the way we're spreading our money around and picking up pieces that we desperately need. I would rather have a complete roster that's solid all the way around than still have a shit defense and a pretty crappy offensive line and be like, yeah, we're going to spend $400 million on Lamar. 
Yeah, because if you give Lamar his contract, you're not going to afford anything else. No, you can't buy anything. I think the biggest reason teams don't want him, right, is because, first of all, you have to give him to agree to a contract was going to be a shit ton of money. Second off. He has no agent. You have to, yeah, that too, but you have to put the money aside for him, like out of your cap, for the Ravens have up to a week to accept your offer. So if a team were to do that, they would miss the entire first week of free agency because they would have $250 million of cap room gone. Yep. So, but and then you have to deal with just him. Yeah. No agent. You're not, you're not really negotiating. And you're not even guaranteed to get him. Yeah, it's pretty much whatever he wants, and if you don't give it to him, he's not signing. And you got to give up two first-round picks. Yeah. I thought the Ravens had to give up two first-round no, picks. No, that's not how that works. The team that wants them two first-round picks. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. Exactly. Lamar's not that good as no. – Not anymore. Why do you think I hate on him so much? He's – yeah, the hype is just – The only way I think he would get a deal right now is if it was, like, right after that one MVP season. Yeah. And it isn't. Mm-mm. And who wants, a, who wants to pay a guy a record-breaking contract for when for he's for got, none. what, one playoff win? He's one and two, yeah. One playoff win, sat out the rest of the season this year being a little crybaby about his contract. Well, I mean, he, he also was got hurt. injured. He was hurt for part of it, but he could have came and played in the playoffs. He didn't finish the last two seasons. No record-breaking numbers either. His MVP season, he only threw for, I mean, only threw for 36 touchdowns, but it led the league. He won MVP in a down passing year. Yeah, in a year. down year. Like, and now probably 35, 36 passing touchdowns is like average for Aaron Rodgers, average for Tom Brady. Average sometimes for even a guy like Matt Stafford, Matt Ryan, exactly. <laughs> like it's not it's it now we have, it's impressive, but it's not crazy. Now we've got four or five guys throwing for almost fifty a year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like if you're gonna go out and pay a guy four hundred million dollars, there's I can count on my hand, I can at least count on one hand how many guys I would pay four hundred mil before I pay Lamar. Yeah, Joe Burr, um, Patrick Patty, Mahomes, maybe Josh Allen. I'd pay Josh Allen that kind of money before I pay Lamar. Well, definitely, yeah. At least we know Josh Allen has won a few playoff games. He's been to the AFC Championship. He's made it super close. What about, would you pay Justin Herbert over Lamar? Yes. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think I would. No. Better passer. Justin He's Herbert passer Justin better. Herbert with the right coaching could have a Super Bowl by now. Justin so Herbert's better than Rivers. Josh. Justin Herbert's better than Josh Allen. And you know how much I love Josh okay, Allen. Okay, yeah, I agree. I don't like Josh Allen, so I agree with that. It, yeah, but I love Josh Allen. So for me to say that is, like, kind of crazy. But Justin Herbert is arguably – if Justin Herbert had a guy like Sean McDermott or an Andy Reid – I don't think Sean McDermott's that good. He's a defensive coach. Okay, but he's still been able to develop Josh Allen. No, that was – That was Dayball. Okay. If he had a Brian Dayball – or if he had Kyle a, Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, or he had an Andy Reid, he had a Sean McVay, he had a Sean Payton, Mike Tomlin, even Mike Tomlin, Justin yeah. Herbert would have already won a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, he would have at least already had an MVP award. Dude, he's a dog. I don't know though because you really think he would outdo Patrick Mahomes? He's only been in the this league this year, and then Aaron Rodgers the past two. He's only been in the league since twenty twenty. Yeah. One of those, one of those two that Rogers won. I think he could have take him, beat him out for one. Absolutely, Rogers is your boy. I know, exactly, you see what I'm saying. I think very, I think very highly of Justin Herbert. But when your coach is Brandon Staley, it's kind of hard to do much. He's also massive too. I didn't realize how tall. Yeah, big he's like he was. six five. I think. Yeah, six four, six five. Like I think he's the tallest quarterback in the NFL right yeah, now. And he's solid as shit. Like it's not like he's six four and like one ninety, two hundred. Like. 
Bro is bro is a big guy, and he wants to play. Like he's got that dog, that nasty in him. dude, <laughs> nasty dude. I was already as soon as you said that is what I was thinking. But he's got the build to be an excellent quarterback. He's got that dog in him. Like bro wants to win. Bro has the grit. Bro wants to play. He's got that big Ben build. Uh, a little different. Okay, I dude. Think. He is. How much does he weigh? Justin Herbert. Probably somewhere around like two twenty, two twenty five. Isn't Josh Allen like close to two forty? Josh Allen's a pretty. Josh Allen's pretty big. Yeah. Josh Allen is like an athletic big Ben that throws pit, or I guess Ben Ben does throw picks, but yeah, yeah. He's li- he's literally an athletic big Ben. Pretty much, yeah. Justin Herbert is. is he moves. He moves a little bit better than. Big a ben. lot better than well, Big he, Ben. Okay, I was Justin Herbert trying to give you the benefit of the doubt for a second. 6'6", 235. Jesus Christ. And then Josh Allen is... Dude, that's a fucking... He that's also a, is, if he put on like 30, 40 more pounds, it's a starting D end yeah. in the NFL. Did, he also threw for 4,700 yards this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bro is highly underrated because he plays for San Diego and his coach is... Los Angeles. Dude, <laughs> I Josh, know all this too, and it's really bugging me up. Josh Allen's 6'5, 237. So he's, oh, okay. he's an inch taller than Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, and they weigh uh, a pound. Yeah. That's all that differs. Yeah, I think Justin Herbert's a dog. I think the best move that. Is it the Los Angeles Chargers now? Yes. Yeah. That shit don't even sound right. Well, well you neither does the Las Vegas Raiders, but. That's why I call them Oakland. Or the Los Angeles Rams. I like the St. Louis Rams. That's what I grew up with. Exactly. That's why I keep calling all these teams. You're stuck in 2012. All right, bro. Well, whatever. Um, Yeah. It's going to be an interesting season for sure this year. Um, I think Lamar sits out the whole year. You think so? I think so. I think he's going to pull a Le'Veon Bell, Mm. sit out the whole year, then he's going to go to some shit-ass team for the maximum amount of money and waste his entire career, and then become a professional boxer and rapper. I don't think he'll. Yeah, if he sits out this, <laughs> if he sits out this year, I don't think he ever becomes a winner. He's not a winner now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got a better chance of winning a Super Bowl right now with the Ravens if he nah, plays next year. Uh, then he's already on the decline, and he's got to get past the Ravens, or he's got to get past the. Uh, yo, the quit Bengals. fucking with the stand. I can hear that shit in the mic. He's got to get past scraping that shit. He's got to get past the Bengals and now the Steelers. There's no way. And now the Steelers, bro. You're putting a lot of trust in fucking Kenny we Pickett. We swept the Ravens. <laughs> we swept them. The yeah, and then you beat Tyler Huntley the second second time. The Raven, the Bengals barely beat Tyler Huntley in the playoffs. One yeah, play. But that's, a, that's a playoff, bro. Like it's it's a different environment. Exactly. Yeah. And then we went doo doo shat on the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Josh Allen's a fraud, but. Yeah, Joe Burrow's the second best quarterback in the AFC right now. In the NFL, what do you mean AFC? Yeah, that's mm. fair. Second best quarterback in the NFL. You think you're taking Jalen Hurts? That's the only other no. person. I I just wasn't thinking. I was just thinking him and Patrick Mahomes and AFC came to mind, but no, I'm, I'm not taking Jalen Hurts. I would. I still like Josh Allen, but dude, over yeah, Joe Burrow. Well, that's what I'm saying. He hasn't beat Joe Burrow, so I can't say anything. Joe Burrow clapped some cheeks. You could honestly say head to head, Joe Burrow's still better than Patty Mahomes. Cause no, you can't. Mahomes has only beat him once. Okay, but dude, Mahomes' okay, stats but. in that Super Bowl were kind of dog shit. Let's be honest. He threw for 180 yards. Okay, fair enough. He was injured though. Oh my god, he had fucking what two weeks? They still won. I'm not taking. I'm not taking the ring away. I'm just saying they didn't win because of Patrick Mahomes. Okay, that's fair, but he's still a two-time Super Bowl winner and a two-time MVP, and Joe Burrow has 
none of those accolades. He should be a Super Bowl winner. You can't pin that on him, though. Okay, but you can't sit up here. But you can't sit up here and say that Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. If if a Super Bowl, I only said head to head. I only said head to head. Okay, but even and the 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 Ravens. I mean, not the Ravens. The uh, the last Super Bowl was rigged, anyways. I mean, they knew that Patrick Mahomes was winning that shit, or else they wouldn't have called that bullshit holding. Let's be honest. I can only call it call what I see. I don't. I don't have the script. One thing you can put on Joe Burrow is every. Every big game he's played in up to this point in his career, Super Bowl, AFC Championships, he always balls out. Okay. I can say the same thing about Patty, though. No. No, you can't. He choked against the Bengals in that AFC Championship game. Last year. Then the Bengals lost in the Super Bowl, bro. On a bullshit call, though. Yeah, and Joe Burrow still balled out in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but we can't pin every single game every single year on a bullshit call. When they quit making bullshit calls, <laughs> we'll quit pinning it on there. <laughs> but, like, then, then no win ever is, like, solidified. If everything's always... That's not the Bills and the the Bengals game. That win was solidified. You knew who the winner of that game was. Yeah, there was no bullshit call in that game to be like, oh, the Bills Same got thing robbed. with the Niners and the Eagles in that NFC Championship game. Yeah, but, that I mean, that's completely different. They were playing with their fucking four-string quarterback. That's what Patrick Mahomes looks like usually against Joe Burrow. I'm just kidding. I don't know. We're, I'll move off that because we won't ever see eye to eye on that. All I know, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't even like the damn guy. Joe Burrow's close behind him. Close, but he needs at least an MVP in a Super Bowl. At least one of both. MVPs don't matter. MVPs are a popularity Big bit. award. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ben never won an MVP. Because <laughs> he was never the best quarterback in the league. Uh, but most of these. No, are- it was because of that one girl who, you know, he should have won MVP. <laughs> he should have won Super Bowl MVP that year. Didn't get that. They gave it to, um, I think it was Heinz. They gave it to Heinz Ward. Okay, but Super Bowl MVP and regular season MVP are two different awards. He should have won MVP, bro. I mean, he was never the best quarterback in the league. He's the fifth all time leader in passing yards. But you're telling me <laughs> he played in the Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. I'll throw Eli in there. And he won two Super Bowls. So did Eli. And Peyton. <laughs> yeah, but we already we had this discussion earlier. Peyton was one of the best regular season quarterbacks of all time. Ben Roethlisberger is the fourth best quarterback of all time. Behind? Tom Brady. Okay. Who won... Who was winning MVPs and winning them over who? I mean, why is Patrick Mahomes winning now? He wouldn't have won back when Tom Brady, but that's beside the point. Okay. Peyton Manning. Who was also doing what during Big Ben's time? Suck my dick. And MVPs. Joe Don Joe Montana. Okay, Joe Montana wasn't around. But even even as you get to the latter half of like the two thousands and the early two thousand tens, who then bust onto the scene and was winning MVPs? What? Aaron Rodgers. I mean, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Dude's a skunk. So, I, Big Ben was never the best quarterback in the league. That's why he never won an MVP. He still won more Super Bowls than Rodgers did. Yeah, that's valid. But at any point in time, the MVP is a regular season award. At any point in time during Big Ben's career, he was never the best quarterback in the regular season. So? Those so are, that's why he didn't win an MVP. Those are also but starting then, to become popularity contests. Yeah, so, now, yeah. but it, it wasn't so much like in 2002 
You're not gonna sit there and tell me it was a popularity contest. Was Big Ben playing in 2002? No, he was in 04. That's when he was drafted. But like, it's only a lot of these like arguments and stuff, and like little like bad calls and like fucking popularity and all this shit is only starting to come around like here recently. The only bad call before like the egregious one, Saints and. Was Rams. it the Rams that came first? Was that the first one they had against it's them? It's always, for, I mean, it's always for the Rams. The the last like horrible, egregious like game costing call I could have thought of in a big game, not a regular season game. I'm talking about a game that really meant something. Was the fucking Tuck rule? What about Dez? I was just about to say Dez and Dez. Okay, Dez and the Tuck rule. Those are the only two you really like. Just right off the top of your head, if we're not thinking recent memory, you could have thought of. Quite a few Steeler games, but uh, like the Jesse James play against the Patriots, he caught that. He caught that. Oh yeah, that was, that was bullshit. Yeah. But that's more. <laughs> that's more recent. You see what I'm saying? Like we weren't. And we weren't having crazy. a lot of these conversations in like 2005. It's so crazy to me because replay has only gotten better, and the calls have only, only gotten, gotten worse. worse. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. They were making better calls back when they had less equipment and less technology to help them out. Yeah, they had a 62-year-old fart on the four-yard line. <laughs> and they're like, Donnie, was he in or was he out? And he was like, shit, man, I don't really know. I've got cataracts. We're just going to call him in. And now we've got 4K 1080, and they're like, hmm, was he in? Was his knee down? I don't know. I guess we're just going to flip it. Yeah, with Zoom. Make with it Zoom. With Zoom and slow motion and fucking... All that stuff. Yeah, like, I shouldn't be able to sit on the couch at home and be like, this is the clear-cut call, and then they come up to the mic, and they're like, "Yeah, like they tell they, one, they call the opposite way. One, did y'all watch that Michigan-TCU game? Uh, no. Yeah, I did. That touchdown that, that he caught it on, like, the half-yard line, and his, his ass yeah. landed on the... The goal line? The goal line. Yeah, yeah. And they were like... No, no, he's on the half yard line. He's on the half yard line. Yeah, and then, I, I then, literally I watched that play a hundred times, and I could not tell you how in the hell they called him down. No idea. I don't even. I I don't like Michigan. I don't care because Georgia would have waxed that ass as soon as they waxed TCU. And then everybody but, was like, everybody was like, oh, you shouldn't have fumbled on the next play. Then well, there shouldn't have had to be an yeah. There should have been a next play. Because, there should have been no next play. But yeah. I do think I do think college is officiating is better than NFL. Hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. Which is says something because NFL is... Yeah, that says a lot when Alabama won so many championships year after year and just basically only college football, and you could not ever sit back there and say that it was because of officiating. Well, once. The 2012 to, or 2013 SEC championship when they beat Georgia... Um, Coming from a Georgia fan. <laughs> Aaron Murray got laid out after his he had threw an interception. The dude had just caught the ball, and then the Alabama defensive tackle drilled Aaron Murray and gave him a concussion, and they did not call roughing the passer. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> the fucking DB had already caught the ball and, like, started making a move to come this way, and Aaron Murray's just standing there, and the fucking defensive tackle just lays into him, took him out of the game, and they didn't even call roughing the passer. So I can probably attest one, but for the most part, yeah, college like officiating. I wish they would do that in the NFL, but they would get ejected for that, so. I didn't like it, but... Well, obviously, but I think it's pretty sweet. As a former D lineman, I wish I could do that a lot. Yeah, fair enough. 
It's going to be an interesting NFL season for sure, though. Yeah, well. Very, very interesting. I want to talk a little bit about baseball, World Baseball Classic. Not a, not a ton to talk about, but it's been pretty exciting so far. Yeah, it's been cool to watch. It's been cool to see something different. Venezuela is fucking nuts. Absolutely nuts. Okay, uh, I'm not going to say that. How do we let our cousins <laughs> down south whoop us like that, though? I have no idea, bro. Mexico's team is one of the worst in the in the Classic. Like, they do not have a solid lineup. because we started Nick Martinez. Well, we can't help it because, of course, we have a loaded lineup and nobody wanted to pitch. Our best pitcher is 41-year-old Adam Wainwright. I wouldn't want to pitch either, though. I'll be honest. Get that Tommy John. Spring, spring training is going on right now. I'd rather, I'd rather throw in spring training than throw in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of like it's kind of sad to see because you've got like some of the biggest name guys in in baseball out here going, dude, I want to win so bad for Venezuela. I want to win so bad for Puerto Rico out here. Like Ronald Acuna, that man is not taking anything off the gas because it's Venezuela and not the Braves who he's getting paid $100 million to play for. It'd be nice to kind of see the, the same thing out of some guys to come play for Team USA. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, you, you got it from Mookie Betts, who is a top five Player in the what, MLB. What is it from? Um, what you call it? Remember the Titans? Attitude reflect leadership. Attitude. Yeah, I got where you're going with that. We'll we'll step off that one. I won't, <laughs> we won't get into that. But MLB season is right around the corner, and my Braves are looking solid. It's going to be a tough division. Solid. Um, Toughest division in baseball, though, so it's going to be an interesting year for us for sure. My expectations are not high in case we shit the bed. No? But if – no, because – So like, you're telling me you like, you don't at least have the de- ex- expectation of us winning the East again? Not right now. No? Yankees are winning. Not with everything the, the Mets and the Phillies have done, and after the Phillies just bent us over in the playoffs. Um then the Phillies like get I'm Bryce ex- Harper. I'm excited. They they already had Bryce Harper. Yeah, but they oh, yeah. we said the same thing last year when they signed Schwarber, when they signed Harper, when they signed uh, right before. I'm just they, saying, if they signed him last year, or the year before Real Muto, like we already have seen this. We have already seen the Mets try to load up with Lindor and the likes. We've already seen the Phillies try to load up, right? And we are still. We have still won five straight NLEs titles. So I think to come into the season with the expectation of not winning the NLEs is kind of like a slap in the face to them. We didn't lose it. We lost Dansby. That's it. We got a new, young, great catcher. Von Grissom, if he can hit like he hit to end the season last year or when he first came into the league last year, uh, that's going to be a really solid lineup. We're not really losing anything as far as bats go. Maybe a little bit on the defensive side. I'm just saying random stuff to try and get this episode over with because my entire lower half is numb right now. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you rank Schnitt among managers? Like uh, currently? Yeah. He's not better than – I'm just trying to think of people he's not significantly better than. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Lance is, so for everybody watching at home, 
we forgot to get another stool for Lance. Um, and then it came time to record the episode. And we had to find something for Lance to sit on. So Lance is sitting on the top of a fucking suitcase. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Bro is hella uncomfortable. It hurts so bad Bro right is now. so uncomfortable. Since a top five manager in the MLB. He's not one. Could be top three. But, Could be top three. Um, I can't of think the, of many managers off the top of my head that I would some say. Of the, some of the really good teams, though, they don't have great managers like the Dodgers. What's his name? If you put Schnitt. Dave Roberts. The, put Dave him Roberts. on the Phillies, you think the Phillies, you know. Yeah. 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 Dave Roberts. Well, especially now that Snit has a World Series, so he has that experience. Yeah. You're going to done. I would say Dusty Baker's better than Snit. Dusty is better. Um, yeah, even more experience and isn't, one of the most um, experienced managers in the league. Isn't that old Yankees manager managing the Phillies right now? Um, Joe Girardi. No, Joe Girardi got fired, remember? Oh, like halfway through right. the season that's last right, year because right, he right, sucked right, shit. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have called him better than Snit. He's better than Dave Roberts. He's better than Aaron Boone. Um, Right off the top of my head, I could say that Dusty Baker is better than Snit, but I can't really go down the list of managers either. So I would say to be safe, I'll put him top five. He could very well be top three. Yeah. Anything else for baseball you want to say, Lance? Bro just wants to get off this damn suitcase so bad. He's so uncomfortable over here. Um, Poor guy. I can't even really think of it. No, I can't really think of anything baseball-wise to talk about. Cool. I think that about does Um, it for us today then. Yeah. Sounds good. All good. Make All sure right, guys. Subscribe. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a rating on Spotify and Apple. Music. And Apple. Drop a comment on the YouTube. Hit the follow on Apple, like Joe said. Check out our shorts on YouTube. Check out the TikTok. Check out the Instagram. You know, we're on everything. So check it out. We appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.